We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. It is awesome to have you here. As I always say now at the start of every episode, please leave me a review or get in touch. I would love to hear what you want me to talk about uh, or if you're getting any little nuggets from this podcast because that is the goal. You're supposed to just like slam down a coffee and feel so inspired to get into your marketing and not dread it because I really... I have so many people come to me and they're like, I just hate all of the marketing stuff. And you know why? It's because it is a beast. There are so many different elements to marketing and the digital landscape has actually made it incredibly challenging. And, you know, I don't really, I don't, I don't blame business owners for feeling completely overwhelmed. Your overwhelm is completely valid. It is a really overwhelming, like, it's a really overwhelming thing. As I said, the digital landscape has made it incredibly challenging uh, for people to feel like they're constantly on top of things. Add into that the fact that algorithms keep changing, you know, they release new features and new things and all of this stuff is constantly happening with marketing and, you know, it's just, it is completely overwhelming. Even as a marketer, to stay on top of certain things it can be quite challenging. This is why early on in my career, I actually decided I wasn't going to be an SEO expert. And I saw many companies when I was in corporate thinking, we'll just hire SEO internally. And it always made me feel icky. And the reason is because I believe that if you're a marketing manager and you understand SEO, awesome, good on you, cool. Um, But I truly believe it's something like as complex as that it's actually something you need to constantly be learning. And it's something that it does really genuinely help if you are actually connected to Google in some way and you're an associated partner. And that's why often I advise companies to outsource that to a professional or to people that are really expert in that field. This is why when I started Plum, I actually, you know, did, I already had great connections with a lot of SEO experts. And I've obviously continued to, you know, nurture those relationships and, and, you know, we've created deep relationships because we're actually in business almost as a partnership and a collaboration. So today's episode, I really just want to talk about this overwhelm of marketing. Uh, I've dived straight into it and I want to, you know, validate the fact that you are feeling overwhelmed, but also give you little tips and tricks as to how you can still do your marketing and avoid that overwhelm because it is something that you can completely manage yourself, obviously, unless you're incredibly time poor. And then I highly recommend my old theory that I cannot remember who taught me this, but it's do it, dump it, delegate it. So if you can do it and you don't mind doing it and you actually get enjoyment out of it, um, then do it. If you don't need to do it, dump it, which we know that you have to do marketing. Most people do. If you don't have to, congratulations, you're very unique Um, or delegate it, which if you have the budget, you know, sometimes outsourcing is a really good option. Uh, In my business, I try to, as a first step, empower small businesses and medium businesses to be able to do it themselves or, you know, scale up a receptionist to be able to manage it in-house. And I do that through my mastery community. 
But I also have a lot of clients on retainers where I just do it for them because they don't have the expertise. They don't want to learn. And quite frankly, they've been burned before um, by trying to do it themselves or by a really expensive agency. And they just feel completely overwhelmed and not in love with the thought of doing their own marketing. And for these people, because there is that, you know, that grind associated with it, I say, don't be doing it (laughs) because that grind is going to come through in the content. And it's really important that we're in this creative zone and that we're in love with our brand when we're putting it out to market. So to give you guys a little snippet of what I actually coach my amazing customers in, it's all about how they can plan for success when it comes to marketing so that the overwhelm isn't there. And the way that I do that is by really asking them to plan, to strategize, to understand their own business, but also themselves. So understand what it is that they're doing in business, who their client is, getting clear on what their problems are, what's keeping them up at night. Now, if you caught my episode with Janine on getting clear on your clients, then you will 100% be across this and you will have done that in your business. So that's the first step that I actually teach is this whole planning piece and setting yourself up for success. Now, from this piece, we're able to move into like what marketing will you actually do based on who your client is. Because if we don't know who our clients are, that's when we go on this amazing tangent of getting caught up in the shiny shit. Because there are so many ways that we can market these days. The digital landscape, as I've mentioned, has opened up a huge variety of ways that we can just reach customers in lightning speed, but it doesn't mean that our customers are there and it doesn't mean we're actually reaching them. So we need to be really, really clear and planned with where we're spending our time and how we're creating content and what that content's going to look like and how we can repurpose it and how we can actually have, you know, our plan executed in a way that's not completely a drain on us and energy suck and all of those things, because this is your brand and you should be so excited to get your brand out there, I believe. So, what channels are right for your client? I can't answer that because I don't know. I'm, we're not having this conversation face to face. But when I coach my clients, you know, I actually make them delve into that. I make them do the research. There is an element of know the market. Who else is doing what? I Last episode, I actually talked about not, you know, not staring at your competition, not getting caught up in comparisonitis, but know the market. Don't walk into a market not knowing. Um you know, I have one client that is just, just keeps having people in the organization say, we should be on TikTok. And I just keep throwing back at them. Why? Why? Who? Which, which purchasing managers are on TikTok making decisions about your product at eight o'clock at night when they're watching? People don't want to be on TikTok watching what my client would be putting out. They want to be on TikTok watching someone you know, do a dance or be funny or, you know, stack it or whatever it may be. They don't want to be on there buying and consuming. So be really careful with where you decide to market because that is where the overwhelm kicks in. It's when we don't actually know how to go to market. It's when we decide that we need to be across all of the platforms. Like how many of my clients just set up a Twitter 
10 years ago or not even actually I don't when was Twitter big has it ever been big in Australia it's just not a thing you know unless certain of my one of my clients actually does have a big pull on Twitter so for them we're on it so it's really important to get clear on those channels so planning is my number one tip getting clear on your channels is the second one and the third one is decide where you're going to get your research from follow don't follow all of the accounts there are a lot of instagram accounts out there that are feeding a lot of information to people re you know algorithm changes and it's just all of them are conflicting so what i say to you is follow whatever channel you choose make sure you follow the marketing stem of that so for example linkedin has got a marketing team that puts out notifications often they're the people that are going to be telling you the truth about the algorithm, right? <laughs> Not even me. I mean, follow me. I give great tips. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'll keep you updated as I do. But if you go to the source, if you're following 100 different accounts that are saying 100 different things and telling you to do 100 different things, like telling you to be somewhere where you just know it's not a right fit, then I say to you, you know, pull back from following all of these things and letting the overwhelm slip in. You are the curator of your your information. You're the curator of your education. So be sure to do things that aren't going to overwhelm and, you know, just constantly feed you information. Be really picky about where you get your information from. Um, that is my number one tip for obviously avoiding that overwhelm. So they're my three, I guess, stock standard tips. And then in regards to actually the execution and getting it done, set yourself up for success by actually putting time aside to do these things. Don't don't just be like, oh, okay, like, you know, if I get five minutes today, I'll create a post. If you're creating on the fly and last minute, I guarantee you it's going to slip. This happens to me personally as well. So I feel you, I'm hearing you, I'm you know, but for me, I have become very, very, very diligent with putting time in my diary to ensure that I do my own marketing. Now, I'm at a point actually in my business where I could outsource my own marketing, <laughs> but I haven't because I actually want to, con- for me, my brand is obviously so important. I want to stay in touch with it. What I have done is got a really great um you know, some great help in the business to help me execute things, not only for myself, but for my clients. So knowing, can you delegate? Can you, you know, how can you do what's best for you financially and also for your well-being so you're not doing all of the things? And if you can still do all of the things, then setting the time aside to actually do them and action it. In the mastery community, I actually sit down with my customers and we have 90-minute get shit done sessions because I find that that actually works for them. They can put that 90 minutes aside every fortnight and actually they become really productive in that 90 minutes. We don't actually talk. We just sit on a Zoom and we're just there for each other. They know they can text me if they need me and they have a question throughout, but let's not disturb the whole group. So that's another really important tip. So I hope all of those little things have helped you feel a little bit less overwhelmed when it comes to your marketing, because I promise you there are ways that you can do it yourself that aren't overwhelming. The average, what I heard the other day, which I think, you know, these stats that we hear, so, you know, in order to be growing on Instagram, we need to be posting, you know, between one and a half to three times a day. When you hear things like that, the overwhelm surely sinks in. How can anyone produce, how can anyone that has a business 
where you're actually running the business as well as being in the business, as well as doing all of the things. How can anyone produce that much content? Yes, you can repurpose everything, but it's still a lot of time to schedule, caption and get that kind of content out there. So don't listen to advice that you know is unrealistic for you. You can still grow on Instagram without having that many posts a day. You might not get 110K followers, but I'm also going to remind you that you don't need that in order to run a successful business. I'm running a hugely successful business and my Plum account has got shy of 600 followers. And I don't get caught up in that. Yes, I'm quite, I've got quite a lot of followers on LinkedIn. And, but once again, I picked my platforms. And I knew where to market and I knew where I wanted to get growth and I knew where I wanted to create genuine connection. So once again, I don't, I know I've done podcasts on this as well, but don't get caught up in the metrics. Just remember it's about being, putting content out and doing marketing that's genuine and authentic and not rushed. And that's actually on brand for you. So I hope that's been helpful. You know where you can reach me. All my details are in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. I Until next episode, which, you know, as always, please give me feedback if there's anything you want me to talk about. Have a really great week.